Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Mostly. You know, I love this podcast. I don't care if no one's listening, if everyone's listening, doesn't matter because you know It really doesn't. We get to watch glorious B-movie magic like the film we watched tonight. We have been on a fucking roll. It, this was wild. This is nuts. This is some high concept, big brain homebrew. This is the biggest <laughs> brain, high concept homebrew that I've watched in quite a while. Like, they went hard on this fucking movie. Someone, well, one, one person, guy. I was going to say, one person had a big fucking idea and just went. Just fucking ran with it. Just went for it. He had a dream, okay? He wanted his own post-apocalypse. Kind of movies where you're just like, you know what? I can do it. I can do it. I could do it. Because if this guy could do it, and yes, he had a, probably a bigger budget. Who cares? There's things. There's some money thrown around here because there's effects and stuff. But, Explosions. But the fact remains. But he did it. He did it. Yeah. Without and, like, and for some reason, got Sid Haig in there, and Sid Haig's in there, which I don't know. Sid Haig, maybe he was, maybe they were friends or something. I don't know. Most likely, maybe they 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 played pool together. I like, mean, again, this was. I mean, of course, this wasn't like the height of Sid Haig's career or anything. But. No, but I mean, he's in there. Probably the only person with like any any recognition beyond this thing. The aftermath. The aftermath is what we watched. Um, one of our first like good post-apocalyptic. I don't. Well, we haven't had any. I don't think we have. Mm-mm. The Lucifer Complex. Oh. Technically, was a dystopia. <gasps> Remember? Oh, you, yeah. our guy on the computer. Yeah, that's the post-apocalypse. Yeah, it's the post-apocalypse. It's uh, dystopian. Right. Dystopian. Sorry, dystopian. Wow, I cannot talk. It's fine. Dystopian. So we've only had one other one. So I, that's why. Well, I clearly, this is our only good one. I don't know. I mean, this isn't as good as Lucifer Complex. I'm joking. Nothing. Um, <laughs> Nothing can be okay. It's a masterpiece. No, this is this is a lot better and. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm kind of a sucker for this shit. I am too, and like you know, cause I don't know if I mean I know you know, but I am a huge like gigantic fan of Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. I um, mean, Mad Max. I love like Omega Man. Omega I love, Man. Um, I, I like zombie. I mean, I mean like all the like the original zombie movies like, like Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Yeah, like OG post-apocalyptic dystopian films. I love them. I, I think they're There's great. just something about dudes walking around abandoned shacks and buildings that appeals to me. Well, and then like trying to find why. like other what people happened? Yeah. and like trying to find out what happened. It's just it's all cool. So this does kind of follow a Planet of the Apes timeline kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, without the apes, obviously, there's no like monkeys walking around or anything. Instead of apes, it's it's uh, uh it's lots of r- it's rape and fucking head explosions. Well, let's get ghouls. Like this gave me like I don't know if anyone Fallout is like a gamer, but like heavy Fallout vibes. Except instead of uh, 
the main person coming from like underground. They're coming from space. They come from outer space. They're an astronaut. So I, this might be a short review. I'm not sure yet. But like, it's such a simple plot. There's like very little like to there. Okay, so there's very little plot, but there's lots of things happening. There's lots happening. Because the plot is just essentially these astronauts crash land on a planet. They're coming back to Earth. They're coming back to Earth. They think everything's fine. They crash land on this pl- like one of them dies. Two crash land on a pan- planet and have to figure out what's going on while trying to take down a gang of evil like marauders marauders and ghouls that like just appear randomly that try and kill people they're like zombies that is like that is the plot that's the film that i'm not even kidding that is the plot like there's a little bit with like a love story but that's like the last like that's fine that's like the last 30 minutes of the movie that's fine because the first half is just him trying to figure shit out yeah while we get cuts of this uh, this marauder gang doing their thing doing their horrible shit yeah while ghouls attack everyone and then we finally come to a head like there's a reason you know what's gonna happen there's a reason these two meet up and that's the girl yeah so like that's the plot it, there's nothing really here thankfully plot wise which is great for this kind of movie which apparently because it's like it just moves the plot slightly out of the way to prepare you for like, just so much, like, 90% action. There, dude, the, the there ending so of this? Much, the ending of it is, like, a shoot, it's, like, a shootout from an old western, but, like, post-apocalypse. Dumb, post-apocalyptic sci-fi. It's great. It is amazing. There's even a laser cannon in There's this There's a laser movie, cannon. So, like, there's what's not what's not to love about this movie? Plus, it's the 80s, so there's bloody-ass squibs everywhere a guy, gets, a guy literally gets his head blown off by a shotgun yeah like i mean kids get shot like it's I great say that's a, like a strong suit but they did go there which is like oh they go there i did not expect that multiple times um no this is great like the i mean it's it's kind of funny because like you almost get like tonal whiplash watching this thing well especially at first because you get like them like they're flying through space right and they're like okay well there's earth how are we gonna our trajectory is wrong and like everything and then they well, start like it's also worth mentioning that like the opening scene of the their spaceship is adorable it is it's like a bunch of like styrofoam and stuff that just buttons shit they found around and spray painted blue and computer screens and random computer screens that don't do anything but and my favorite buttons is the fucking the toy there's shots randomly inserted of like someone holding a toy spaceship above like an a globe. It's, it's absolutely like one of those adorable. spinning globes that you can buy at like a store. Yeah, and they're just holding it and like. And like someone is slowly spinning the globe, like our ship is orbiting Earth. So, but like while they're like figuring out how to get back to Earth, because no one's answering, we get like this scene of a bunch of people running around and like these dudes in trucks just shooting at them and like and lassoing them, them. And lassoing them and like hanging them and like tying up the men while like these astronauts are like, okay, we need to press here and like they'll go here and then we get like little miniatures. We're not getting any going across the atlas. No signal because they keep like, talking about how there's no 
then the guy. No one's talking to them on then, Earth. Like right after that, after they're talking about getting to Earth, we get a firing squad. They kill all the men. Because blow they, up yeah. The guy's head, and then it goes back to the adorable space thing with like the whimsical music. This the soundtrack is very jarring at times. It's very. It, it's very weird. Like it's well done. Like don't get me wrong, it's like a full orchestra, but like. It's just it's it's weird to hear like the I don't think it it sounds it's, out of date. Tonally, it doesn't match very well. It kind of almost seems like it's like a Twilight Zone episode, like a fifties sci-fi. Yeah, like it's almost yeah. like fifties sci-fi, but they put it in here. Which but they put it in an, in a maybe it was a throwback. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to go for that. Which if they were, that's even that's even um, more meta, and I love it. Bold, because um, yeah, it's like imagine this fifties shit over like a violent 80s r-rated fucking post-apocalypse jam yeah so finally uh the the marauders take the girls back and then we can focus on our astronauts crash landing because the every shit goes south fast in the spaceship well because they're like they, they can't they can't reach anybody everyone like it's just radio down everywhere they don't know what's going on so they have to land in the ocean by los angeles well so they like i think they do something with their i can't remember what they say but like they do something with their thrusters where they over engage the engine and like everything blows up well it's also it's that combined with like them re-entering the atmosphere Mm -hmm. and doing like a very impromptu landing so one of them dies they crash land in the ocean we get a guy coming out and he's looking around and like this is where we get like a feel for how the effects are and I actually, honestly, was pretty impressed with uh, most of them. Which this is also where you get the, the feel for the fact that like a lot of um, exposition and stuff is narration, which is fine. I mean, which honestly, is fine. I'm fine with it. Honestly, this movie doesn't have a ton of dialogue. It's fine. There's not a lot of people talking. There's not a lot of people explaining. There's no exposition dumps because you know what's going on. All the exposition is is the narration. Yeah. So this like and it's just him narrating like what's it's him happening. Narrating, like he's he says he's going on the beach. He was trying to find civilization. And how he's confused he, by why like there's nobody he like there. Stumbles upon these people relaxing on the beach and he thinks they're alive and then like sunbathers. He like trips and like notices they're like fully decayed. Um, and it looks really cool because they're like paper mache like mannequins, but they're like they're eyes like skulls. Are all, eyes are all like gone and sunken in, and they look. It actually looks pretty creepy. It's like if you read between the lines, you can tell that it's like it's implying that they were. It's just like people they were chilling on the beach when a atom bomb like went off. Like they were like very near a nuclear yeah. blast. So and then like he picks up a radio, tries fiddles to dial around, it in, nothing, get anything. So then he like sees his friend on the beach, and they get out of there and they find. Um, they make they, a campfire. They make a campfire and they're like trying to sleep and then uh this is where we get our ghouls the mutants show up and they're like they're all deformed like he blasts one of them sets one of them on fire he doesn't blast one of them he cuts his fucking arm off oh yeah remember he yeah he chops his arm off and yeah he sets another one on fire they fight they fight a lot and like they're they fight him off it's the next day and they go and you see like the the city the big fucking um matte painting there's a lot of matte paintings in this which actually look really good they did a really good job blending it to make it look like it was the actual city because obviously 
I mean, it's a low-budget movie. They're not going to fucking build... They do do it a lot, and they use a lot of miniatures, but it's not to the point where it looks ridiculous. It actually looks pretty legit. Oh, I... For, listen, I, I love old-school special effects. Well, and, like, with a... I think the budget... I think I looked it up. The budget was 250000 Yeah. Which... It's not a lot. Even even by 80s standards, that is, like, nothing. It's not a lot. That is not a lot. So, I mean, it sounds like a lot, but that, I mean, I'm sure if you know movies, that's not anything. No. That's like a drop in the hat. But, yeah. Um, Lots of matte paintings. So then they, they search around, and they find this old mansion, and they decide to clean it up, and that's, like, going to be their HQ. Their base. So. They, yeah. they, they wire it up with, like, radio shit. So one of the, uh, they also like I guess, or no, they find the radio tower after he leaves, right? Uh, oh no no no! Sorry, that's before. It's before. So he finds the radio tower and like the last testimony of this radio guy. This this it feels like a video game. It really does because this yeah. is like sounds like a mission you would find like the radio announcers In, or, like, or like last mo- like you know how in like Bioshock and shit you find like radio recordings. But this is like his last will and testament. It's like this radio guy, and like he finds his body, and like he's just clutching this like recorder, and he plays it back, and he—it's just backstory. Yep. About how like all the atom bombs went off, and like the, this is the only the like, world went little, to shit. Tiny bit of exposition you get. Yeah, that like the world went to shit, and like there are people who are normal, and then there are other people who became like fucking mutants, and they just eat every living thing imaginable. Mm-hmm. And so then they find the mansion, they clean it up, and then the main guy is like, I gotta go try and find someone. He's gotta go explore. He's gotta do our uh, video game protagonist thing. Yeah, he has, like, a mission. Like, there's, for some reason, he's just on a mission to do something. We also get a very brief thing about how he had a wife and son five years before this that died. We don't know why they died. It's kind of incredible. They never explain, but they kind of just, like, you don't care, like, how quickly the world went to shit. Yeah, it's like... It, it was, like, no time at all. It goes along with it. Yeah. Um. Um. So, the, he just goes off on his own, and he tries to, like, he's just walking around the city, um, and he finds a museum. Well, it's, it's right around the time that, like, we get, like, a... It's like a storm... Oh, yeah, it's like a radiation storm. It's all fucking... The sky's all red and he shit. He finds, like, a Geiger counter, and it starts, like, going off. Going ham. And he has to, like, get in the building before the radiation storm... Hits him, I guess, but... He gets in there, and it's like a museum. And he falls asleep, and we get a little fucking, like, dream sequence. Well, like, where his, like, kid and wife are, like, walking backwards... And then they come, and then they appear they disappear. through a door. And then the, yeah, they appear through a door as like cloaks, s- as skeletons, as skeletons, and, like slowly come towards the the screed. Yeah, and he wakes up all freaked out, obviously. And there's a kid there. Yep. So he like he's confused, and then he meets the curator, I guess, of the museum, who's been taking care of this kid. And the curator just tells them about like, I mean, he takes them through the museum. Well, he takes them like he says like Egyptians like their technology got too advanced and that's why they declined and it killed them and it killed them and he's like that's exactly what happened to us it's all like it's all a big scene about like i mean the whole point of the scene is just telling like how fucking i guess humanity dies right but he gets to the very last exhibit which is the 20th century and there's an astronaut with a fucking gun, gun which 
comes into play later. So it's hilarious because because it's this action movie. It's quick. It's um, like 90-some minutes. So. It doesn't waste your goddamn time because the curator immediately shows him that he's dying and then starts dying. And tells him to take the kid. Take and care so of him. the guy's like, okay, cool. Let's take the kid. And he takes care of the kid. They're having a nice old time. We get, like, little... In between all this, there's, like, snippets of, like, shenanigans at the fucking... It's basically just showing they're evil. They, they kidnap women. They kidnap kids. They try they, to rape the women. They try to rape the women. They kill all the men. Like, they're just... One of the women escapes. It's just establishing, establishing them as evil people. And one of the women escapes, and she goes off. And, and then so, we get a scene, like, later on where they're exploring the our main character and the kid. It's like this abandoned, like, power plant or something. And they're walking around, and they get like shot at so he like goes up and like distracts the shooter and then goes in the building and they fight and he realizes it's a woman and she thinks that he is with cutter so while they're all talking which is our bad guy when they're talking about this uh the kid starts getting attacked by ghouls and so they run out they shoot a bunch of them there's some fist the cuffs they drive away squibs going off that they just it yeah and then they go back to our mansion. mansion. And almost <laughs> immediately... The woman falls for him. She is, like, almost completely naked, and then he's like, good night, and then she's like... She, like, grabs his arm and pulls him back. She's and like, I've like, never... Oh, Lord. I haven't felt like this in years. And I'm like, oh, lordy. And then our man, Steve Barquette, gets his groove off. <laughs> he does. He oh, has God. to get it in, okay? He's our hero. And then after this, after he has sex, he goes he goes to, like, lay down with the kid and tells the kid about, like, all this fucking, you know, existential stuff and how it's important to be, like, strong and all this stuff and, like, stand for justice. And it's it's a total power fantasy, and I love it. It's great. It's fucking great. It's total 80s power fantasy, and I, you know, I'm here for it. Listen, lizard. Brain. I don't know why it is, but but, but this shit, for some stupid reason, this power fantasy male bullshit. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to be like. It's like, why do we play video games? Yeah. Why do you play Fallout? I don't know, because you want to be the fucking hero. Our man Steve Barquette. He directed a movie where he's the fucking hero. Where he's the man, he's and the, he's all about justice and. Like you know, it also kind of reminded me of fucking um, what was the movie? One, do you remember Wonder Women? Yes. With Mike the Insurance Man mm-hmm. as our main character. Yes. It 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 has that same feeling of like. It's like the most simple, basic fucking protagonist man. He is so basic. Being the fucking hero, and there's and it comes back around to being like almost endearing. I don't even know. It's great. Well, so... They... Basically, they immediately... Like, again, bullet train. They are hatching a plan. Because they're gonna go take down this group because she said another woman got kidnapped with a kid. With a kid, yeah. And so they're like, okay, well, let's go. Let's, like, try and do this. And so they, like... Him and his... Like, it's him, his friend, the woman, the kid. They're all in on it they go and break into this camp and we get some adorable adorable miniatures well so the kid sets up like this trap where they think it's going to be a car and then he's waiting to pull the distraction 
while they go and get the kid and the woman. So yeah. they tie up Sid Haig's character, the leader of the Marauders, and they try and bring him back, but they fight a bunch of them, and, like, she, like... She has a laser gun. She, like, like fires the laser gun at a bunch of them, and they explode, like, everywhere. She blows up a tiny little baby miniature. All a I little know shack. These Marauders must be, like, the last fucking Marauder group on the planet, because there's, like... I swear to God, like, hundreds of them. The amount of dead fucking goons in this? I know it's the 80s, but it's up there. I think the death count in this movie um, is, like, 52, and, like, most, like, literally, like, 98% of that is the Marauders. Is the fucking goons, yeah. Yeah. But here's what's funny. They're taking Sid Haig and all this shit, and then Sid Haig gets away. I don't understand this. This is the only scene in the movie where I'm just like, what? And, like... It was just like, oh, yeah, like, someone cut his leg again. And then, like, Sid Haig just, like, shifts and runs off. Like, while they're distracted, he, like, fucking... They're distracted by a leg literally, like, inches in front of them. And Sid Haig just moves to the Zooms side. Zooms the and, fuck and away. And away. And then immediately, you know, it's going to be bad. But they go back to their house. Everything's supposedly fine. And then... So the guy and the kid are getting gas. They're getting, like, supply. They went for, like, one last supply run. Before they leave. They're all going to make a run for it. Because they've rescued the the girl. They've rescued the kid. Like, everything's good. So they're in town. They're going to get gas. And you know know what's going to happen. You've seen these movies. They think they're safe. And so they go in for one last supply run. You know these movies. What do you think is going to happen? So, yeah. Anyway... The Marauders come in. They the knock out his friend. They knock out the friend. They kill the. They kill everyone. They kill everybody. The I don't know why they. I don't know why they spared the friend at this moment, but it's fine. So um, our main dude and the kid get back, and the guy is just mortified. Like he finds his. Uh, his lover. His lover first. She has like a bullet in her head. And then, like, the woman's all contorted on a chair. Yeah. And he, like, can't even look at her. It doesn't show. But you just see, like, you just see, like all you, her you limbs. You know it's supposed to be, like, yeah. horrific. And then you see the kid's, like, hand. And I was like, oh, shit. And he picks up the kid's hand. Because they have showed, like, two kids, like, get, not, like, on screen, obviously. But, but like, get killed. But, like, the implication is there. They absolutely killed kids, which is horrible. What a movie. I cannot it's great. believe, like, mm ballsy i know you're trying to establish like these are fucking oh, evil oh trust people. me they do oh yeah and like they get their up and comings <laughs> trust me um so he's just like pissed off the friend kind of wakes up and is like all solemn because he got fucking knocked out while all this was happening yeah and so th- our main dude is like you know i'm just i have to end this i have to go and like so like immediately after we see him like carrying the child and they like he like he's like brandishing a shotgun and he's cleaning his it. yeah polishing his gun and the kid's like you don't you're not gonna go are you like you'll die if you go and he's like i have to i have to to avenge them for justice well though because his friend is like this is just the like you're just going on a like a mission of revenge he's like no this isn't revenge this is justice. Because well, he gives this whole spiel about how he can't let baby killers, like, live. Yeah, he can't he, let people can't, like this live. He can't consciously let these evil-ass people continue roaming the earth. Yeah. He's and, gotta kill them. Which, you know what? I, listen. Go for it. 
I'm all in. This is the kind of shit. All my poker chips are in because... This is the kind of shit that appeals to me. You're with him, and you get it, and then you know some crazy shit's going to happen. Yeah. And you're just like, you know what? All in. Epic. All in. Fuck yeah. Go and kill those fucking child killers. Oh, it's great. It's great. He goes goes into their camp and starts, like, driving around. This dude becomes a fucking one-man Rambo motherfucking army... Like he turns into fucking Rambo, going fucking ham in his jeep, just fucking mowing them down in the car, throwing the bombs. He throws bombs; they fucking explode. His like he like runs into a bunch of fire and like crashes his car, and then gets behind a car, plants another bomb in them, tricks them, blows up the car, <laughs> we <he> obliterates. <laughs> we one get of a them. beautiful mannequin exploding. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Oh man, there's he just like fucking wrecks all of them and there's just like, and there's crazy because there's there's goons on roofs there's goons coming out of doors there's like goons in bushes western shootout but like just everyone's fucking dying. yeah it's like that but 80s so it's like bloody then squibs he goes into like a shack and just like fucking starts throwing molotov cocktails to yeah. create a smoke screen just blasting <laughs> away with his fucking it's fucking epic like this... you need to see it i like i can't like fully describe it you need to see it it's it's literally like how many minutes would you say that is? It, it was like a good five minutes. It was like a long sequence, and it because it, it, it was lit. Him just fucking, he comes in with a jeep, just fucking guns blazing. He goes like finds a shotgun, just fucking starts like blasting all of his them. friend shows Molotov up. cocktails. The friend shows up. His friend shows up, rescues him, and he's like, "Why'd you come?" And he's like, "I just did." It just did, and, and immediately he gets killed. His friend gets shot, and then he takes his friend's shotgun and blasts more people. It's there's like scenes where like the guys will come up and like point the gun and shoot and he like slides under it and like blasts it. But he doesn't just do like one pump into him. It's like two multiple, pumps, yeah. Two pumps or one full clip for every single person. It's I swear, cr- to, I swear to God, he has like a revolver and he just unloads like yeah. six rounds. It's like every single goon s- he comes across. Yeah, it's not just one. It's like <laughs> per one person. It's so lit. I like the two. Like, there's one guy, I swear to God, he pumps like three full <laughs> shotgun blasts into. I was like, damn, dude. This guy's on a fucking mother. Po- fucking justice, like, brigade. Like, dude. Holy fuck. This was so lit. Dude, I love this scene. And then, like, we get, like, we see, like, a van driving off. So it's, like, the command. What? Well, like, the second right hand guy of the Marauder leader. And he runs off, so our guy gets in a car and chases him. And then ne- next scene, they're on a roof. So he's, like, crawling across the roof, and the guy's looking for him and, like, blast, like, tries to, like, shoot him while he's, like, because he's on the lower levels of the roof. Climbing in the windows and stuff. And he gets up, and then, so they shoot a bunch, and then he finally shoots him in, like, the shoulder and, like, knocks the guy down, blasts his gun away. And then, like, slowly starts, like, he shoots his, like, two legs. He shoots him in the legs twice, and then there's, like, a fight. And they start, like, fighting with their fists, and they, they, he almost throws the guy off. And then the guy takes a knife, tries to stab him. He, like, cuts a little bit of his, like, not enough to, like, bleed a lot, but, like, he cuts his throat. And then the guy, like, gets the upper hand and, like, stabs him. And is just like twisting the knife. Well, into as he's him. twisting the knife and, like, digging it into him, he's, he's like, like, this is for Sarah and then digs deeper this is for like matt 
digs deeper, and this is for so and so. And this is for the like the little girl, and just like stabs his eye. And I was like, bro, this is like we were both like, bro, this isn't even the main bad. This isn't even the main guy. Like, like the right hand man. Like, holy shit. That's an '80s movie thing right there. That that is some fucking like lizard brain appeal. And I am all for it. That's like Rambo ripping out a guy's Adam apple, Adam's apple. Yeah, after the guy tries to rape someone. Yep. That's that, like that, that is Rambo coming up and ripping out his Adam's apple. Yes. Like that's or, on that level. Or if you want to do another Rambo reference, Rambo like literally tearing a beating heart out of a man. <laughs> Shit, like that is like I mean that's just that kind of like. As that kind of like extra kind of extra shit that we just love. That I love. I love love extra shit like that. Oh man! Well, it's just like it's so extra because you build up. But I love it because these movies they build up these villains as like the most bloodthirsty scum fucks. Yes, and then these dudes kill children. They like rape any women they can find. Like. They're horrible, awful, like scum of the earth. And then you see them get wrecked. And it just, it works because you want to see them die that way. It's the purest lizard brain appeal. I love it. If you know, you know, okay? That's just what I'm saying. It's beautiful. It's it's amazing, like, goopy, like, (laughs) lizard brain shit. It's beautiful. (laughs) But but, but even then, we were like, what's going to happen? Like, the main guy, the main villain's still alive. So anyway, he goes back to the kid, and the kid's like, you know, is Matt dead? And he's like, yeah, but like, you know, death, death isn't so bad. It's like, it's worse for people like who have to deal with like living without those people. Without people they care about. And uh, there is also my phone uh, went off a little your bit. Your phone I wanted. Know, to, I hope no one heard that. Your phone wanted to join the conversation. Yep. Really quick before we get to this last scene. I just want to mention there was brief moments earlier in the film where he was teaching the kid how to shoot guns. Well, and, and he said the kid was pretty proficient with and teaching him how to like just in case well, how he, to stand up for himself. He even mentions the kid is like really good with a gun. Yeah, and so they're like next to a a van for in like the middle of the like a desert. Yeah, and they're talking about like how they're gonna. You know how they need to like head out and all this stuff, and then the guy gets blasted. Our main guy, our main character, gets blasted by a sh- like right in the shoulder, and tells the kid to run away. And it's Sid Haig, and like the guy's like, th- they're just going back and forth. Like well, he's g- like, you underestimated me. Like no one. I mean, I don't underestimate anyone, and that's why I have to like kill you. And then like the guy throws a knife at him, and he's like, you missed, but I won't. So he shoots him again, and then he's about to, like, he's finish like, him off. He's like, goodbye for the last time. And then boom, boom, boom. And he, like, rolls on the ground, and he gets blasted again, and we see the kid just brandishing the gun. It's insane! And I just... It's insane! I cannot believe... It's insane! Ultimate justice. The kid fucking murders him, and then, you know... Our, our guy our dies. Guy dies, and then the kid puts on his necklace, and now we begin the narration of the kid talking about how, like, you know, like he taught me, like, love, justice, and like 
all this stuff. All these like altruistic things. So this guy, like this kid's gonna like carry on the legacy of Newman. Of Newman. That's our guy, Newman. Our guy, Newman. He's gonna carry on the legacy of Newman. Our heavy action uncle. Steve Barquette is a fucking uncle, bro. He, he is. He's our heavy action uncle. Uh, you know what? I'm here for the action uncles, okay? We, I really, I really am. I am no, glad that 80s is the year of action uncles. Well, it's just like, but here's the thing. All the other movies, the uncles are the, like, side. The, the goons, but they're still in action movies. So, you know what? It's an action uncle summer. But in this one, it's like, oh, it's all uncles. I'm here for the action uncle summer, okay? It's- I really am. <laughs> But yeah, it's like the narration of the kid walking off on the lonely road. Yeah, just that often. he's gonna with with the revolver, and that he's gonna carry on the legacy of epic hero Uncle Newman. Yes. Roll credits. This movie is actually incredible. Like, if you have any love for this kind of movie, you do yourself a favor and watch this movie. Like that. Seriously, that. Uh, that shootout scene gave me like I, I, almost chills. Like it was. Fun. It was epic. It was. It was awesome. It was. It, it, it was like, I mean, it, it it gave me that '80s like one man army shit. No, like so, Rambo and Commando, like just one guy wrecking endless goons. Now, since we're doing home, I mean, obviously this is homebrew sh- oh, yeah. shit. But like, if I had to nitpick it, which I'm not really i don't really want to nitpick it too much obviously because i really liked it if i had to nitpick it some of the editing is fucking wild it's so like all over the place at times like some usually it's fine but every once in a while he does this like quick edit thing where it just like jumps to like different like scenes and it's just like okay like stop chill chill (laughs) stop with the quick editing just the only like let it be there is that the other nitpick and this is like minor because I mean we kind of talked about how there's like there's not a lot of dialogue in this. Yeah. But occasionally, some of the dialogue it's it's that thing of like it's a little cheesy. I would say it's again tonal whiplash. Yes. It's like it's almost like a '50s sci-fi, but it's a fucking like violent 80s fucking movie where kids get blasted like well yeah because they all talk about like justice and like you know mm, like fighting see that's fine you know that's fine because that 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 pleased my goopy lizard brain but it's more like like the dialogue between him and like his other astronaut friend early on in the movie that's fair it's just kind of like considering the the insane there's a weird juxtaposition no, like considering the horrific situation they're in yeah it doesn't quite connect but it's so there's so little of it again I, I like i said again at times it could be a little choppy but it's not enough to ruin the movie oh absolutely not like because it's it, this movie is entertaining as all hell it the is homebrew so fucking entertaining the homebrew like, only adds to it I did not even check the time. I didn't even care. It could have been not. like three hours, and I would have still been into it. Yeah, because you get it's quick. Lots of awesome, like old school matte paintings and heavy shit. action, uncle. That's all I'm saying. Like, it just great action. Lots of abandoned shacks, and like I'm all for that. So am I. It it just keeps it it, it keeps plugging along, mm-hmm. and it knows. <laughs> It knows what to do. Yeah, and like I mean, 
there's not much else to say about it. it like it's just it's just a straightforward sci-fi action post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic movie jam that just goes with it and fucking does a pretty good job at it i'm yeah. not gonna lie like a really fantastic job actually if i'm being completely honest i i dig really this. liked this movie a lot um shitty to pretty you kind of guys already know we've been giving a lot of these lately uh, for me it's a 10 oh yeah yeah i'll give it a nine really you're not gonna go 10 not quite but listen a nine is no fucking it's no yeah you're right i mean honestly i did not this one i liked but i liked the um what was the movie we watched uh not last week but the week before that oh my god dragon force dragon force was just special that was special because i love squad base but like i did like this oh no kill squad kill squad yeah yeah not dragon force dragon force was eh. but dragon force was fun but, but Kill Squad was Kill lit. Kill Squad was lit because they did like the whole squad base thing. They had a huge double cross. Martial like, arts. They did really well with that. Um, this movie, I don't know. I just like, I really liked how fucking average Joe Newman just took down a fucking gang of like raping and like child killing marauders. I just love, I just, I love that shit. It's so fucking cool. I would love for like he's such an average Joe. Like yeah, is, you would never, ever cast him as an action hero. Nope, but he it's his movie. But he does. I mean, so he cast himself. And it's you know his what? fucking movie. That took some. Fucking he wrote, and produced, I like that. and directed it, and he was like, "Fuck it." It just gives you hope. You're just like, you know what? I can make this movie. You can. I, I mean, yeah, it might not be a hit because this isn't a hit. No, but there are people who like this movie. But yeah, I don't know. Um, like, just... We are we are those people, and I mean, yeah, you could make this movie. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure though if if someone else did if it would be as insanely entertaining as this. No, and that's what that's what makes it special, right? It's that because lightning. Like, it's that like lightning in a bottle. Yeah, because like you could try and recreate this, but you wouldn't make the exact same movie. It's just every piece comes together to make. A very unique fucking thing. Absolutely. But yeah, so that's the aftermath. Um, anything else to say about it? No, but if anyone, um, if anyone at like a video game company is listening, I would, I would really kill for like a, like a first person RPG esque adaptation of this. That'd be awesome. Like, like you're an astronaut, like Fallout, but or... but you're the astronaut in space, and like the whole first like hour of the game is like you as the astronaut in space crash. And I, you have I would to, like survive in this dystopian. And it's like an open future. world fucking thing. I would kill for that. And then the end is you taking down a like a just a gigantic mob of marauders. Yep. That have just wrecked the fucking like wrecked the wrecked your entire life. I would kill. For, I, w- I would take place like decades out and like. You I would kill for a connection that. for like the woman and everything, or the part uh, your partner. Yeah, because you'd have a, you'd have more time to establish have, those things. You'd have like a more time to establish the partner, like you know. Yeah, like be it man or woman, like who cares? But, it like, could be anything. Like just any partner, and like you know, you establish this whole connection. Maybe build up a, like a community, and then the marauders like destroy everything, and then your last kill mission, everybody. Then your last mission is just it, fucking, it, the last mission of the game is you called, fucking. It's just called justice. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking like wrecking their shit. You just go to like your armory and cl- just stack up on all your weapons, dude. 
I would kill for that. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about how I cool would that fucking would be. kill for I that would shit. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> if there is a video game, please like let me know if there's a video game like that. If there's like, something like that, I would I would love to that'd know. That'd be so fucking cool. But my god, someone should make it. You know what? Listen, it's not a fucking like you c- credit us if you make that game. It's a okay? B movie, so the rights to like a video game Come on. You won't need it. They can't be that expensive. Make the aftermath the game. That's all I'm asking. Literally. You know. You can when you release you can bundle it with the movie. Almost forty years later, just make the fucking game. Dude, they made a Warriors game like thirty years after the fucking movie and I know, it was lit. Pretty good. Yeah. Like, come on. I like thank you a lot. Do it. <laughs> that's that's all I gotta add. But we're digressing way beyond <laughs> the movie now, so um that's all I gotta say too. I just Go watch the aftermath. It's on YouTube. You can rent it on Amazon if you want, but the rip on YouTube I'll be is honest, really good. The rip we saw is for a movie like this, it looks fantastic. Just search aftermath nineteen eighty two. It'll come right up. Yeah, it's an hour and thirty four minutes long. Uh, just watch it and enjoy. Like if you like, if you have a group of friends that love action movies, you owe it to yourself to watch this <laughs> in full. Yeah. Because you need to see at least that shootout scene. You need to see this, yeah. Like, if you don't watch the rest of the movie, watch that fucking shootout. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, but yeah, so that's the aftermath. And for They Mostly Come Out at Night, this has been Will. This has been Alex. And we will talk to you all later. Bye. Mm, bye. bye. Action Uncle Summer. <laughs>